0: these words can heal. I believe we need healing in our soul, in our spirit, and also in our body. And I believe one word spoken out, like a word of encouragement, can change in one second a life forever. Sometimes we have different words like my body, my relationships, my resources, my faith, my job, and my destiny. Sometimes we lose the balance, right? Sometimes it gets into a disbalance. And in a, when you get in a disbalance, what one encouraging word can do in terms of a body, you go back to position in relationship, back to position. In the resources, back to position. In your faith, back to position. And in your job, back to position. One word spoken out, an encouraging word can bring people back to position. And I wanna start with a verse in Proverbs chapter 15, verse four. Gentle words are a tree of life, but the deceitful tongue crushes the spirit. With other words, we have to be really careful what we speak to people because we can be God who lifts up people in a certain situation. As you can see, you see the word destiny uh, is out of balance. Why is this so? Uh, today is Mom's Day, right? And this is the first Mother's Day. My mom passed away in November. And uh, my mom is now in heaven. I cannot say, thanks, mom. I bring you flower uh, because now she's in heaven. But my mother, she um, raises four, five kids. And every single day, she prayed that one of our kids become, may become a pastor. She could not see the fruits for many, many years. <laughs> Have you ever prayed in your life and you can see no results and then you give up? Mom, mom, she prayed 22, 22 years, and then I became a pastor. And it's my destiny, actually, because my mom prayed for me, and that's why prayer of every mom is very, very important. But here's the thing. Some years ago, I would say maybe 15 years ago, I, I started to st- struggle a little bit about my destiny. I felt, oh, my gosh, why am my preacher? Uh, why am my teacher? Why my leader? And I felt of giving up. I want to be really honest with you guys. I was in a season of giving up, of quitting and doing something else. What you do, just an easy job, come to church, give money, and then to complain a little bit about the message, you go home. Huh? It's easy, right? And I felt I don't want to do this anymore, you know? And now here's the thing. We, we visit Susanna's grandma. This was the last visit before she died as well. Um, and she said, before you leave, Leo... I want to give you a word of of advice and i was like oh my gosh what what comes she she wants to give me like the rabbit or her birds then she said to me leo don't ever stop to be a preacher and a teacher this is your destiny and she said to me i love your style you are so fresh you're young you're using all the props and all the illustration and if i was young i would love to have a preacher like you please promise me to the end of your life you finish the race as a preacher and a teacher. Can you promise this? And when a grandmom asks you this, you, you cannot say such stupid things. I said, of course. And that word and that moment was like a word in season. And a word in season heals and gives you confidence again. And since ever then, I know I have a destiny, I have a calling, I have a purpose, and I know Now everything is in order again. And I want to challenge you right now. You have some people in your life, maybe in your family, some friends at your workplace, and sometimes you just say one living word, one proclamation, one declaration, and you can change a human being's life forever. Words can heal. Words will uplift certain people and just use and understand the power of your words. I want to share with you Three points, because now, as you can see, it's a picture. But as you can see, in every picture, there is a nail. And I believe proclamation, it's like a nail. With other words, every time if you proclaim something, if you declare something, it gives stability. It gives stability. Romans chapter 10, verse 9 to 10. If you declare with your mouth, Check this out, if you declare with your mouth declaration, proclamation, it's a very powerful thing. That Jesus Christ is Lord and you believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. Here's a connection between what you believe in your heart and also declaration and proclamation. Here is a very simple um, um, illustration actually Often is what I believe is equal what I say, it's equal what I do. This is often how we taught in the church, if what you believe is what I say and what I say is what I do. This is unfortunately desire ideal. In other words, it's often not the case. I will say the next thing is often is what I say. What I say means what I proclaim, what I declare, what I speak out. What I speak out creates in me belief, and the belief helps me also to do what God has commanded me to do. In the next slide, what I say helps me what I believe, what I say helps me what I do. Now you say, Pastor Leo, uh, school, wow, amazing, but I don't get the point. Check this out. I want to explain this in a very, very practical thing. If you feel disconnected with God, sometimes you have a season, right? You feel a like little bit disconnected with God. Sometimes you feel, oh my gosh, my walk is not so godly. And then you start to doubt. Or you feel lukewarm. You feel I'm not on fire with God. All those things. I had, I would say, around four weeks ago, I had a very, very busy week behind me. It was Monday. Usually I play golf on Monday because I'm so super tired because of the weekend and the whole days. And um, I felt a little bit, to be quite honest, a little bit like, it's more like a feeling. I felt like a little bit like disconnected with God. I felt like God is there, I'm here. And I felt also my walk today, it's not like in the footsteps of Jesus. Have you, have you ever had this feeling? You feel a little bit like disconnected. You have no clue why. Then I played golf. A lady came and said, oh my gosh, I can play with Leo bigger. I said, oh my gosh, what's going on? I said, why are you so excited? She said, I met a guy and I told her I played with Leo had no clue is Leo Bicker, And he told me, he's a pastor, he's a preacher, he's an awesome dude. And I'm so excited now to play golf with you. I felt overwhelmed, like, oh my gosh, I don't wanna play with you. You're too excited, you know, I'm tired, I'm disconnected. I don't feel God, you know. And after playing two holes, she said, now I have 4 hours time with you. And I have a question. Does God exist? And I have 4 hours to share the gospel. If you declare with your mouth that Jesus Christ is Lord and you believe in your heart, you get saved. And here's the thing, after 4 hours I declared God is good. I spoke about the goodness of God. And after four hours, I felt, whoa, I believe God is here. Whoa, I feel I'm in the footsteps of Jesus. I was more excited then in that situation than she was because if you declare Jesus Christ to your friends, to your neighbor, declaration, proclamation brings heaven back down to earth. If you say, I feel disconnected, I feel lonely, I feel lukewarm, go out and share the goodness with your friends and it does something in you. There is a power of declaration. There is a power of proclamation that God is good all the time. I want to ask you a very simple question. My question to you is, what negative thoughts dominate your thinking? How is your thought life? Because I think often there's the word, it's I'm not enough. My job is not good enough. My faith is not good enough. My resources are not good enough. My destiny is not good enough. My body after COVID, oh my gosh, is not in a good shape. Can I hear an amen? My relationship, oh my gosh, after homework is not good. We always think I'm not good enough. I'm not good enough in many, many areas. And Joshua chapter one, verse eight, and I love this Bible verse, because often we think if I walk with Jesus, I'm so close with Christ, I will never doubt. There were two million people in Egypt, but only two guys had a different spirit. Caleb and Joshua had a different spirit. But even if you have a different spirit doesn't mean that declaration, proclamation is not a part of your life. Check out in Joseph chapter one, verse eight. eight. Keep this book of law always on your lips. Here is the word always. Always means always. I always proclaim, I always declare. Day and night, do you know how long is day and night? Day and night means always and always and always and always and always. Why is proclamation even for Joseph and Caleb so important? I'll tell you why. Often people say to me, Pastor Leo, I read the Bible. It's pretty cool and sometimes it's not pretty cool. But I wanna be honest, after one week, I have no clue anymore what I have read in the Bible. It's the same thing, I have no clue what I've eaten a week ago. If you ask me, what have you eaten a week ago? I I don't know, but I'm still alive. (laughs) If you eat, it nurtures your body, right? It strengthens you. Reading the Bible is the same thing. It it strengthens, nurtures your spirit and your soul. And here's a quote I read this week. Fill your mind with God's word and you'll have no room for Satan's lies. If you fool day and night with the word of God, the devil has no chance to say to you, you're not good enough, you're not smart enough. Right, Pastor Sanna? But there is a yeah. strategy.
1: Yeah. What a quote, what a truth we got just to hear. And I guess that every one of us online or here live, we can um, relate to situations like Pastor Leo just shared about the golf place. Maybe we don't have the same, exactly the same situations, but the same feelings. And then it's important that we proclaim God's word. And let's just imagine four kind of situation that can happen to us maybe today, maybe tomorrow, maybe in two weeks, and just get ready to prepare what we can answer when doubts come in. And what I did, because I um, already read it, I made a screenshot of all these truths, and I spared it in my notes, so whenever I am finding myself in such a situation, I'm ready to take it out, I'm ready to speak out loud, What? God's promises are in such situations. For example, worried, if we worried all the time, then I can proclaim. And that means, proclaim means speak out loud. Because of Christ, I worry about nothing. I cast my cares on God because he cares for me. I have the peace of God in my heart and rule over my mind. What a powerful proclamation we can just use when we worry. Or if I do not know God's will, then I can say my life belongs to God. Daily I seek him and daily he directs my steps. I know his voice and he leads me to his perfect will another situation might be if we lack confidence and trust then i can speak out loud and proclaim my confidence is in christ and christ alone because his spirit lives in me i can do everything he calls me to do what a powerful word or the last one is if we struggle with being on the path with God every day, then I can speak out loud. I love the living, indwelling presence of my good God. Praying is as important to me as breathing. God's word feeds my soul. I depend on His presence every moment of every day.
0: Come on, a love proclamation, declaration. Thanks, Pastor Susanna. Yeah. It, it has an amazing power. Maybe you heard this for many, many times. It's not the point if you heard it, if you do it. It's all about if you do it. I mean, we are in a very crazy season, the whole entire world. And I proclaim every single day that God's power is stronger than any virus. Nothing can stop The kingdom of God, no virus, no border, no law, nothing on earth. Do you know why? Because I really believe that the finest hour as a church is not behind us, it's in front of us. There is still more and you cannot stop the kingdom of God, nothing on earth. That's why declaration, proclamation with your mouth creates something. God created the heaven and the earth with his mouth. He spoke and things came to existence. And often we don't understand the power of your words. But let's go back to the picture of destiny, chops or whatever. If you proclaim and you nail a nail, actually with a hammer, it's still, it's in a good position, but still it can lose actually the balance. And that's why you need two other nails. And the next nail is gratitude. Gratitude is also a nail, and check this out, when you say thanks to God, you give your picture amazing stability the first nail was faith and the second nail is gratitude and it's quite simple gives stability in Psalm 103 verse 2 and 5 praise the Lord my soul why my soul in the spirit, I know that God is good. In my spirit, I know God is the beginning and the end Alpha and omega. But my soul is so loud. And our soul often is too loud because we often don't see what God is about to do. And don't forget all his benefits. Don't forget all his benefits. You know the goldfish? A goldfish, after five seconds, he forgot where it comes from, then it turns back to the next. We are not a goldfish, right? Don't forget all the benefits what God has done in your life. Sometimes when people complain, I don't like if people complain, uh, except if I complain. If people complain, often my reaction is, is uh, the falling. I say, take your hand, lay your hand on your heart. Does your heart beat? Usually they say yes. If no, they're already dead. If to say yes, I say, hey listen, as long your heart beats, it means God is not finished with you. God can speak one word and your heartbeat stops forever. As long as your heart beats, there is one million reasons to praise God and say thanks to God Almighty. especially Swiss people, we have everything. We have the most beautiful country on earth. God created the heaven and the earth. He started in Switzerland, <laughs> right? But often Swiss people, we forgot the beauty, the cows, the air, the streets, we have a building and behind our building in some weeks you can see some cows. We're living in a city and you can see some cows and often we forget the benefits, the goodness of God. As long as your heart is beating, God is not finished with you. There's many reasons to say thanks to God already. Pastor Sana, you did an amazing study this week. Uh, we heard there's so many Bible verses where God is challenging us. That's Be right. Be thankful, say thanks, for all those things. But we felt we wanna give you a little bit another example why gratitude is so important. Out of an amazing study you did.
1: Yes, we have six points and i prepared it and i researched it and i am so amazed about that six points about gratitude and i would love to share it with you the first one is gratitude supports our brain so now imagine if you have um, an attitude of kindness if you behave Just with the gratitude, that does something into your brain. It floods some um, neurotransmitter dopamine, which is the happiness hormone, and you are flooded with a happiness hormone because you have an attitude of thankfulness and gratitude. Isn't that amazing? But that's not all. It, it it creates more and more. The more thankful you are, the more it creates. It's just like you crave for chocolate. It gives you more and more and more. And that amazes me. We have so many things in our body that just creates a well-being. This is just the first one. The second one, gratitude helps with pain and relieves symptoms. So whenever people are sick and have a thankful attitude, they recover faster than others. The third one, gratitude makes us sleep better. I mean, in former times, I didn't care about sleep because I took it for granted. But nowadays, when I'm a little bit older, then uh, you're thankful for every night you can sleep through. So, but I read that uh, an attitude of gratitude activates our entire limbic system. I had no idea about limbic system, but it's a system that That creates something that helps you to um, what is it called to process emotions, and that 's why for sure we can sleep much better if we have a gratitude uh, an attitude of gratitude gratitude the fourth thing reduces stress and high blood pressure it 's also because of the happiness hormone, and the fifth one is gratitude reduces anxiety and depression for If I see something in a shop that says it's 30% less, then I go for it because it attracts me because it seems to be a very good price. And the same is true if we are thankful, then we have 30% less anxiety and depression. And the last one, gratitude, gives us energy and vitality. So isn't it amazing how many things that gratitude um, helps us in our well-being, body, soul, and mind. And therefore, I decided, why don't we just go to bed, have 10 fingers, and for each finger I start to count when I lay in bed, Thank you, God, for this. Thank you for that. Thank you for that. Thank you for that. And just realize it does something in my body. And then in the morning when I get up, why don't we try for one week maybe we do a, a journal of thankfulness, a, a journal of gratefulness and write again 10 things I'm thankful for because I know it gives me energy, it gives me vitality. It does good and it's healthy for my body
0: so much. Thank you so much, Pastor Zena.
1: You're welcome.
0: Hammer. <laughs> hey, I want to share a quote from Dr. Travis Bradbury, not Blackberry, Bradbury. He said an amazing quote, and I, I want to just bring a little bit out of those stories because there's many, many Bible words to say, be thankful, say thanks to God, all those things. But he's saying, repeated complaining revires your brain to make in the future complaining more likely exchange the word complaining if you repeat gratitude all the time it revives in your brain the same thing in the future that you want to praise god even more and even likely with other words those people that figured out that gratitude and praise has an amazing power in your body in your system i want to close with the last points the words your words can heal and i love if you uh, nail a third if you hammer a third nail in this, this, this picture, you know what happens? Now it gives 100% stability, right? Check this out. Now it's very quite stable. This is not stable. The devil can steal it anymore. But faith, gratitude and words are give stability in your life. I want to read a Bible verse, and I want to be honest. When I read the Bible verse, I felt, oh, there's something wrong. I read it in every translation, and every translation says the same at Isaiah chapter 65, verse 16, and check out what the Bible says. That he who blesses himself, woo, The one who blesses himself, the one who speaks out himself the grace and goodness and favor of God in the name of the Lord will be successful. I never read that Bible text. The Bible is saying, confess, declare, speak out the blessings of God over your life. I ask our worship leader, Dave Cool, an amazing worship leader. You write amazing songs. You're one of the best looking guys beside me. You're playing good soccer beside me, almost good. No, but you are strong. You are faithful for more than 20 years. You serve the Lord. You're in the church. You have a wife and kids and a family. You learned uh, a month ago the power of declaration, the power of writing down some blessing sentences. And I asked Dave if he can just share with us All the sentences you proclaim almost every day over your life. It's actually Isaiah chapter 65. That he that he who blesses himself in the name of the Lord will be successful. Just go ahead, the stage is yours.
2: I cast my worries upon you, Jesus. Thank you, God, you are my provider. I will not lack a thing ever because you care for me deeply. I have more than enough. I'm not driven by the need or the love for money. I'm not poor, I'm rich, and my future is in your hands. I work hard, but you are the one who gives me success. You are interested in my success. You bring out the best of me. You want me to stick out and you take pride in me. I'm a great husband and father. I'm a successful and extraordinary singer, worship leader, songwriter, and leader. My life is the grounds for others to go further and higher. Every time I sing, I carry the presence of God into the room. Demons leave, people get healed and they see Jesus through me. I have a healthy, strong, and enduring voice. I am sensitive, but not lost in it. I have a hope and a purpose that is eternal and greater than this visible reality. I am heaven-bound and live a life of faith. My wife is in your hands. You take good care of her. My children are under your protection. Their future is bright. My heart is pure. I will not be a slave to the emotion of guilt. Because if God says it's okay, it's okay. I'm forgiven. I'm redeemed. My slate is clean. There is nothing that can separate me from the love of God. My fantasy, my mind and heart are freed and under the influence of the Holy Spirit, I have clean thoughts and a light heart. There is not space for any other women in my heart or in my mind but Tanya. The peace of God dwells within me. I'm not easily offended, but sure of myself. I'm teachable and flexible. I don't compare myself with others. I'm grateful for who I am because I'm wonderfully made. I'm not addicted to the approval of other people. For God's approval is all I need. I'm not guided by fear. For God did not give me a spirit of fear, but of power, love, and self-control. I can do all things through the one who makes me strong, Jesus. And through the power of the Holy Spirit that lives inside of me, I can master every situation I'm in. Even if I feel weak and tired, I will not go down. You have been carrying me, and you will continue to carry, protect, and heal me. In my weakness... I still produce fruit. I'm a patient man with my family, my friends and co-workers, and I embrace change. This year, I will take new land.
0: Wow. Let's give him a back round of applause. (laughs) You know know what happens when a person like Dave speaks out some sentence of truth the whole atmosphere is changing. Have you figured out that for a moment? It does something in your heart, right? I mean, reality in the life of Dave looks, looks different. He has some struggles, he has some issues. I know him, he's my small group. I know every detail of his life, but he speaks out not what it is, what will be. Proclamation is not, I am single and I will always stay single. You proclaim, I'm a single, but God has a wife for me in, in store. God has for me children. God has for me an amazing job. You speak out the truths of God and reality starts to change because with your spoken words, with proclamation, declaration, you bring what not is existence into existence. I wanna close with keep a confession list. When I say confession list, I, I, I don't mean uh, speak out uh, your failures and your sins. I wanna say in Romans chapter four, verse 17, God in whom he believed, the God who gives life to the death and calls, we have a God who calls into being things that were not. That means proclamation, means things that are not here right now. It comes to existence in the future. Here is my challenge to all online life loft, wherever you are, make a list of 10 points you are grateful to God and you start to proclaim, speak out why you're so thankful who God is. and the second thing, create a list with some sentences and you start to proclaim this sentence over your life and you will figure out you start to bless yourself in the name of God. In closing, and then we wanna go into the proclamation moment, declaration moment for, for me, for myself. Um, I struggled many, many years to be a preacher and a teacher. Especially if you live in wild and young and fresh, often I heard names like, yeah, he gets super proud. He wants to be a rock star. Yes, he wears this and this and this. Every single details people will say something, right? If you are in America, no big deal. Switzerland, we are very special, right? And one day I said to God, God, it does something with me. Should they be on stage and and feel like minor, say, oh, I'm not good, I'm not a good preacher, I'm so sorry to bother you? No, you love a guy who knows what he talks, right? It's the body language, right? And I write down a sentence, I am a stage. I love the stage, I am the stage. Wherever I am, I am the stage. I don't need the stage, I am the stage and wherever I am, I'm very loud. I need room. That's why I love America. There's so much space. (laughs) But I just wanna say to you, write down your sentences how God sees you, and you will figure out it has a big impact in your personal journey.